Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening to this special Best of Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. Thanksgiving Day. It is Thursday, November the 24th, 2022. I'm Carmen LaBerge. This is Mornings with Carmen on the Faith Radio Network. And yes, we are on vacation. So this is a recorded conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on this special Thanksgiving Day. Our Growing Your Faith verse of the day comes from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. Are you living with great expectation today? I live with great expectation today. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has uh, blessed us with every spiritual blessing under heaven. And we're going to count our blessings today on this Thanksgiving Day. I count you among the great blessings of my life. Yep, that's right. I, I value and celebrate I enjoy our daily conversations that we have here. I'm so grateful for you, the way that you share with me on the text line, your concerns and your prayers and your prayer concerns as well, that I could be praying for you. Um, I, I count it a huge blessing that you financially support this ministry. Um, this is listener-supported radio, and we literally couldn't do what we do, and we wouldn't want to do what we do without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a day of Thanksgiving, and we're going we're gonna to count our blessings today. What does it look like to count our blessings um, in the context of everything that's going on in our own lives and in the world today? I think sometimes we can get so distracted by um, the challenges that we are facing in our personal lives and the challenges that we're facing in the world um, that we can forget just how blessed we are. And so sometimes getting out of our um, you know, normal context helps give us some perspective on just the everyday, ordinary blessings of our lives. So when was the last time you did something that was kind of like out of your comfort zone? Maybe you left the country. Uh, maybe you went to a foreign country. Maybe you left the state. Uh, maybe you just left the neighborhood. Maybe you went to a different kind of church on a Sunday morning. Uh, maybe you rode the bus instead of driving your own car somewhere. Well, when's the last time you did something that kind of intentionally put you out of your own context and into someone else's context and gave you an opportunity to gain some perspective, not only on how others are walking in the world today, but perspective on your own life as well. I'm grateful for um, so many things here in the place that we live. I, you know, anytime I leave the country, one of the things that... <laughs> This is going to sound silly to you. One of the things that I find myself profoundly grateful for is plumbing, like American plumbing. Our plumbing is just so much better than so many places in the rest of the world. So I'm thankful for infrastructure, and I'm thankful for um, water treatment facilities, and I'm thankful for what I consider just like regular good old-fashioned bathrooms, but in other places in the world, yeah, those aren't uh, so regular um, or ordinary at all. So what are you thankful for? Things that maybe we don't even often put on our 
Thanksgiving Day list because, frankly, we totally, totally take them for granted. I am thankful for a nation where freedom rings. Um, I am thankful when I consider the status of women in other places like Afghanistan or Iran. Um, I am so thankful as a woman um, that I can vote, I can own property, I can buy insurance, I can um, live without fear of someone attacking me because of my gender. I'm grateful for a shared economic tax base that supports education. Um, And, you know, as a family that has a child with special needs, I'm so grateful for the way that um, other people's taxes are brought to bear on the needs of my child and one of my grandchildren. Like, right, like we need each other in really profound ways in terms of um, the education and welfare of our children today. Could we do better? Oh, yeah, absolutely, certainly. Um, but are there things for which we should be giving God thanks and praise that sometimes maybe we forget? So let's start a conversation about gratitude today. And that conversation is also about the context that we find ourselves in and, frankly, God's perspective on all of it. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge, and this is Faith Radio. your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god has done count your all right so on this thanksgiving day i'm going to ask you kind of an unusual question who is your favorite biblical character pause just for a second and give that some thought who is your favorite biblical character hmm all right so maybe it is well, I don't know. You'd have to tell me. Um, is it Mary, the mother of Jesus? Is it Peter? Is it Paul? Maybe your favorite biblical character is Timothy or John. Maybe your favorite biblical character is the woman at the well, whose name we don't know, but whose ministry is really profound. Maybe your favorite biblical character is um, is Hannah because you feel like a person who is unseen. Um And God reveals himself to her as the God who sees. Who's your favorite biblical character? Now, from our perspective, from, you know, this 21st century, very blessed uh, perspective, did that person, did that individual live a blessed life? Like, how how would you count the blessings of those individuals? And then you look specifically, um, you know, at, at particular women in the Bible, and you look at the followers of Jesus in the Bible, and you look at the prophets of old, and you say to yourself, wow, you know, a lot of them had very, very difficult lives, very difficult lives. Were they blessed? Well, that that is totally 100% determined on whose perspective you take and how you define the term blessing. So I want you to consider, you know, the person who you said was your favorite biblical character and then consider whether or not from the perspective of the people around them in their day, they would have been considered blessed. I mean, would Mary, a pregnant teenager, not married, would she have been considered blessed in her culture, by her family, in her community, by the Jewish people? No, no, no. Would she have been considered blessed to have had a son who was 
you know, frankly, so strange and odd and eventually crucified. I mean, and yet she's considered the most blessed among women. Blessed is the fruit of her womb. So when we think about blessing and we think about counting our blessings, perspective really, really matters. Most people have a really hard time gaining any kind of perspective beyond their very own limited context. And that's because that's because we're unable to remove ourselves far enough from our own experience to really see what's happening. I mean, seriously, we, we have a very hard time seeing the reality of our lives because we are in it. So let's... um. Let's think a little bit today about just how blessed we are. Are you safe? Are you hungry? Are you within reach of a community with whom you could spend time today? Now, I recognize that might require from some sacrifice and you getting out of your comfort zone in order to go be a part of something that's going on somewhere other than in the four walls of your own home. I get that. I also get that for some, um, getting out might be really, really difficult. Um, maybe your context is that you are living by yourself and you would you imagine that you'd prefer to be married. Maybe you are in the context of making a move and so you're not settled in a place and that would be your preference. Or maybe you... Um, are at at the point in life when, you know, you don't have kids in your house and you wish you did. All right, I get it. Maybe you're aging and there are empty seats at the table that you wish were filled and you're, you know, you're kind of counting the days. When health fails or a marriage fails or our career fails or investments fail or um, adult children move back in or parents move back in or need us to move in with them, or we become the custodial parents of our grandchildren, or we suffer accidents or injuries or become the victims of violent crime, or our spouse dies or leaves us, or our children precede us in death. The wind blows and the rain falls and it beats against our house, and we wonder whether or not we are blessed. Yeah, we wonder whether or not we are blessed. So we're going to look at perspective. What's my perspective on what's happening in my life today? Do you have God's perspective on yourself and your circumstances and the time in which we live? This is Thanksgiving. Let's talk next a little bit about thanks living. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge, and this is Faith Radio. Again, I'm Carmen LeBurge. You're listening to a special edition, a Thanksgiving Day edition of Mornings with Carmen. Let's talk about thanks living, because you can live in thanks living um, independent of whether or not there are, quote unquote, the kinds of blessings in this life that other people are counting up. And so what does it look like to give God the thanks he is due today? Thanksgiving, and then what does it look like to live in thanks to God? Thanks living acknowledges that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, that God's got the whole world in his hands and the full scope of human history fully in his view. Thanks living trusts God, even when the empirical evidence of our life would lead a rational mind 
to a logical conclusion that's contrary to what the Bible claims about God, that he is good. Thanks living includes the concept of the peace that passes all understanding, that grows out of the joyful knowledge of my salvation. It supersedes like the variant and variable highs and lows of human life. Thanks living is, well, what Jesus is talking about in the Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5. Can you, you know, sort of laugh when others see no reason to? Are you filled with joy? Do you have the mind of Christ on the matters of the day? Thanks living bears witness to the goodness and the greatness of God and his blessings, even from the foot of a cross. Mary was just as blessed as the mother of Jesus standing at the foot of the cross as she was heavy laden with child when she enters in to the home of Elizabeth who says, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Mary's status as a person blessed didn't change, even though her circumstances in life. Whoo! Thanks living. What does it look like to live with thankfulness to God in the midst of all circumstances. Now, I recognize that our conversation today is filled with, you know, I don't know, lots of rhetorical questions. So you might be tempted to answer them out loud. I encourage you to do that. Um, so as I rattle off this list, go ahead and just, you know, shout out your answers to me, unless, you know, you're in a crowded place in which, and, and maybe you have earphones on, in which case nobody can hear what I'm saying, and they're just going to hear you, like, shout out words, and that might seem weird, but, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Weirdness is welcome. All right, here you go. What are you most grateful for in all the world? Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it a, is it a thing? Is it, is it a feeling? Is it a reality? Throughout all of history, who is the person for whom you are most grateful? What place on earth are you most grateful for? What material possession do you most treasure? What personal opportunity or achievement do you count as most blessed in your life? What is the greatest awareness you have come to in the past year? Have you had a change of perspective on anything? Is there one relationship that rises above all the rest when you consider counting your blessings today? When you count your blessings, what makes the list? Every Sunday morning, well, I guess maybe not in my current, the current church where I worship, but <clears throat> traditionally, every Sunday morning, I have been in the context of a church that has sung, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Do you acknowledge that God is the reservoir, the outpouring, the source of every good and perfect gift? That's what James tells us in James 1.17. Every good and perfect gift flows from above. When you count your blessings today, do you recognize that God, the Almighty One, blesses you with blessings from the heavens above, blessings from the deeps that lie below, blessings too many to count. And yet, today is a day 
when we try to count our blessings before the Lord. So count your blessings today. Physical blessings, generational blessings, financial blessings, relational blessings, social blessings, spiritual blessings. Oh, this is my favorite category. That won't surprise you at all. Ephesians 1 verse 3, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Count your spiritual blessings today. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge, and this is Faith Radio. Because the older that I get, I see life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving Day. So on this Thanksgiving Day, I'm listening to a special edition of Mornings with Carmen here on Faith Radio. We're going to revisit a conversation we had with Samuel Hodges um, from Grief Share about surviving the holidays. Because it occurs to me that um, today may not be filled with all the people you might prefer to have at your table. You may not be at the table um, where you are the honored guest, you might not be sitting at a table at all. Um, All the chairs might be empty around you. Like, I get that. Um, And so we want to talk with each other. Um, We want to recognize that um, as life changes and the circumstances of life change, we we want to be celebrating. We want to be acknowledging God. We also want to be tending to the realities of our hearts and the losses that we experience in this life. So in just a moment, we're going to talk with Samuel Hodges from Grief Share about surviving the holidays. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. I'll have a blue 
So Sam Hodges is the president of the Church Initiative, and Church Initiative is probably something that you are aware of and are not aware that you're aware of, because in all likelihood, you have a divorce care or a grief share program um, at a church near you. You've seen you've seen it on a billboard. You've seen it on a sign. You know someone who has participated and been blessed and so well served by these ministries of Church Initiative, which is based in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Sam, welcome to Mornings with Carmen. Hey, good morning, Carmen. It's so good to be with you. So I think there's just a lot of people who probably don't know the ministries that are behind the ministries that we see. So talk with us about Church Initiative and your front-facing ministries, the ministries that people would be familiar with and the ministry behind those. Yeah, at Church Initiative, we we simply want to equip churches to help people who are going through a um, serious life challenge. And uh, what we do is we create resources like grief share, divorce care, and then we we don't just publish the materials. We actually support uh, the teams at local churches to help them to understand the best way to reach people in their communities who are going through divorce and grief. And, one and of the we're now, we- yeah, I think that, you know, and there's like the single, the single and parenting approach, um, right. you know, and then specific versions of grief share. I have a friend in West Virginia who just was such a blessed beneficiary of the um, the grief share loss of a spouse um, program. I just, I, I think that people would be, really blessed to check out um, what what's going on at Church Initiative. You guys can check it out at churchinitiative.org um, and all of the various um, efforts and initiatives uh, that that are taking place there. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that'd be great. Yeah, because there's there's just so much hurt and, um, and, and the church often wants to help and pastors are very, very busy. And so what we've done is we've created resources that really allow pastors to entrust lay people um, to be able to offer high quality um, Christ-centered um, support groups. And so, um, you know, that, that's what we've done. And we've been doing that for, for over almost 30 years now. It's a really great way for local churches to reach out to their community and meet the needs, um, you know, beyond their own congregation, in addition to, yes. you know, caring and comforting those um, within a particular church. So I just I just wanted to celebrate and applaud what you guys are doing um, across the board. Let's talk specifically about grief share and grief during the holidays. You know, November and December just starts kind of a um, a list, a cascade. Uh, some people really look forward to this time of year and other people really, really dread it. Why are the holidays so difficult for people who have lost a loved one? Yeah, well, when you think about the holidays, you think about family oftentimes we think about gifts and, and we know the, the the center of it all is, is christ but uh, family is just a big part of the holidays and they're just all sorts of reminders uh, everywhere you go you know you see families in advertisements you see families at the mall you see um uh, you know your, your friends are getting together with family their christmas parties and so there's just this painful reminder of what you've lost during the holiday season and that can be really really difficult for people um you know, when 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 someone when someone dies, a lot of times some of the fondest memories uh, are surrounded are, are are about the holidays, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, and so those times. So for most people, you know, they're looking forward to it, uh, being with family, wanting to enjoy family, but you dread it because uh, you just don't want to be reminded of everything again that you've lost. 
And so um, how, you know, how can we both sort of acknowledge and invite and gently serve those who um, who may be anticipating, um, I mean, you know, with real anxiety, anticipating, even dreading yeah. the holidays because of their loss? Well, one of the things that churches can do, you know, we, as you mentioned, we have the Grief Share Program. And one of the things we also have is a program called Grief Share Surviving the Holidays. And that's a one-night event uh, that churches can host. And what we do is we provide the church with a video that features uh, top Christian experts uh, who are addressing these very issues. And they help people who are going through the holiday season, who are dreading the holiday season, come up with a plan and understand what they're going to deal with during the holiday season. Uh, if you offer this seminar to people in your community, it can really um, prepare them for what lies ahead. And it's a wonderful way for you, your church, uh, really to demonstrate that you care about people in the community. And so um, Surviving the Holidays events um, can be offered in about two hours. And what people do is they come together, they watch a video, they also receive a uh, what we call is a survival guide, which has uh, notes that will help them through the evening's program, uh, but also uh, over a month's worth of devotionals to carry them through the holidays. And those devotionals uh, point them to Christ and the scripture uh, to help them understand God's comfort and uh, what he has to say about their loss during the holiday season. So, I mean, that's that's such a gift. Um, first of all, it's a gift to the church that it would already be put together. And it's something that, you know, a church could use. You guys can check it out at griefshare.org backslash holidays, or you can just Google surviving the holidays grief share, and that will come up. Grief share does not have a space in it. So just put those two words together. Um, and it, I mean, that's such a, it's such a gift to the church. It's also obviously, you know, such a ministry to, um, to people who are really, wondering how they're going to how they're going to make it through um this next yeah, you know pe- round round of holidays yeah people you know when when people lose a loved one um one of the things that we've seen is it really causes them to ask questions about ultimate issues and so there's there's a there's a need you know people need to be comforted uh, but at the same time they're asking these questions and so there's also this opportunity to address uh, spiritual issues, you know, people want to know why did why did they die? Why did they suffer? Um, you know, sometimes people feel guilt. Sometimes people, you know, for maybe what they they think they didn't do to care for their loved one as they died, or maybe there was some unresolved conflict. And so, you know, all of these are are things that um, the the scriptures address. You know, God is a God of love. He's a God of forgiveness. And so, people are really ready uh, to hear answers to these things in a way that they would not have been. Uh, maybe previously. And so uh, while we don't want to um, take advantage of people and um, people are hurting and a lot of times the source of their pain isn't just that someone's not there, it's all the issues um, surrounding those things. And so, um, you know, programs like Grief Share Surviving the Holidays just really, again, equip lay people to be able to help many people in the community. And we, we see hundreds, thousands of people coming to know the Lord uh, mm. through these events. And, you know, our, our staff gets together every Monday morning and, and every Monday we read testimonies from leaders, testimonies from people who have again, come to know Christ, who have um, decided not to commit suicide. 
Um, you know, we, we just hear so many wonderful stories of how people have experienced God's comfort. And then the exciting thing is that so many of these people who once they receive God's comfort, they want to turn around and give it back to someone else. And so uh, it's just a real incredible way to minister to, to your community. It's we, we, we really call internally, we call it a care and an outreach program uh, because it's a way, again, to provide care. But when you promote these things um, and, and we provide materials that churches need to help them promote, uh, when, when you promote this, you get your congregation behind it. They're telling their friends. It's really an outreach program that can bring a lot of people to your church. Uh, we, we found that in many groups, over 50 percent of the people who attend are not from the host church. And so if you, if you want to reach your community, uh, this is a really, really a, this is a really strategic way to do that. Yeah, to comfort um, others with the comfort with which we've been comforted is certainly a part mm-hmm. of a, a part of this conversation. We're talking with Sam Hodges from Church Initiative. We're talking about Grief Share, surviving the holidays. You can find it all at griefshare.org. Um, Sam, when we think about moving from grief to like joy, like how can we encourage people um, who have experienced grief who maybe even still are grieving to say, you know what, it's okay to enjoy the holidays. It, it's, it's still okay to, um, to express joy. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Some people feel guilty about that. They, they're concerned that maybe they're dishonoring their loved one by enjoying themselves. I remember we interviewed someone for grief here years ago and she felt guilty going to church she felt guilty going out to dinner with some friends to a fast food restaurant uh, because she wondered, you know, what would my husband think? And so, um, and, 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 some, and the other thing people wonder, they say, well, you know, what will my, what will my friends think? Will they think that um, I'm, I, I've gotten over it too quickly? And so, you know, the, the, the reality is uh, your loved one uh, would want you to enjoy the holiday season. And so remembering that, and um, that that can be that can be an encouragement that can kind of open things up. And then uh, sometimes people they don't. It's like it's their take. It's, they have to take steps. And it might not be you just move immediately from sorrow to joy. A lot of times people want to take time to honor and remember their loved one during the holiday season. And that's one of the things that we encourage people to do to be intentional about during the holiday season is taking time to honor their loved one. So if you're going to your your daughter's house, you know, for Christmas, you know, it, it might be just letting your, your daughter know, uh, Hey, we'd like to set, I'd like to set aside some time for us all to talk about, you know, your father, you know, before dinner or, you know, before we open gifts, just being really intentional. And um, that can be a huge relief that can make the holidays something that uh, isn't as painful. And then that can allow you to progress towards joy um, down the road. So in my family, my dad died when I was when I was 15 and um, uh, we, you know, that empty chair for a while was kind of haunting, right? Because every every table you go to is set for four people <clears throat> and, um, you know, and he wasn't there and he wasn't at the head of the table, you know, the first Thanksgiving, the first Christmas, all of those things. And the the first I, I experienced is very, very difficult. And I think people... Um, you know, echo that as well. It's the first time that you right. have to do something without that person. But we then just finally decided um, we were just going to start honoring the empty chair. And yeah. we would 
just to have the empty chair as, you know, hey, you know, I mean, if dad were here, you know, these are some of the things that he might be saying or doing or enjoying. Um, and these are the things we miss about him. These are the things we want this next generation of people to know about him. Um, and just just go ahead and just honor the reality of the empty chair. Don't don't try to act like um there's not something missing because there is something missing. Um, and it's a real person who you love dearly and had real influence in your life. So, um, yeah, that's all really, really helpful. Sam, let's continue our conversation in just a moment. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Sam Hodges. Grief Share uh, and Surviving the Holidays specifically is our conversation topic. You can find it at griefshare.org. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge, and this is Faith Radio. You're with the Son of God. You're with the Prince of Peace. You're with the one who's celebrating. And that thought amazes me. We're talking with Sam Hodges from Church Initiative. Specifically today, we're talking about a program related to Grief Share. And it's called Surviving the Holidays. And if you and your congregation are looking for a way not only to care for those in your own congregation, but also reach out to others in your community who are grieving. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to do that. So inviting you to uh, to check out this opportunity today at griefshare.org. Um, Veronica is checking in on the text line. You can do so as well. The number is 877 Veronica says, I love this organization. I taught divorce care and then divorce care for kids. It was so rewarding for me. It really does help the people who participate. It's very well put together and the adults align, uh, the, the adults classes align with the kids classes. So yeah, your divorce care program, Sam, um, is also now divorce care for kids. Um, those are complimentary programs and want to celebrate that as well. A church initiative initially originally started as divorce care. And uh, we didn't become church initiative until we actually created grief share um, years later. So, uh, yeah, divorce care is is the heart of who church initiative is. I love that. So Leland is um, is online as well and asking this question. And, you know, when we talk about brokenness and we talk about pain, you know, sometimes the loss is not a loss of death. So Leland is asking are these programs for broken families as well, um, parents who have an adult child who will not speak to them? When you, when you think about Grief Share and the people um, who benefit from it, Sam, um, you know, can, you see, can you see Grief Share and Surviving the Holidays as being something that Leland would benefit from? You know, Grief Share and, and, and Grief Share Surviving the Holidays are for people who have lost a loved one um, due to a death. And a lot of the principles in the course can help people who've experienced other losses. But one of the things that we find is that when people come into the group with those kind of losses, it doesn't have the best impact on the group dynamic. Um, and so we just we really encourage churches to, that offer it to focus on offering it to the intended audience and uh, those who are dealing with the death of a loved one. Yeah, that's really helpful. And I think that, you know, this is one of those times when it's okay to say, you know what, this is not that program. Like I, so I appreciate your honesty there. And um, again, the principles Leland uh, would apply, but the program is not, is not specifically designed um, for your concern, but I'm going to get with you online and we're going to find something um, that, that would address um, what you're facing as well. So thank you for your 
uh, for your question. Anne says, grief share, share really, all caps, helped me when we lost our three-month-old grandson. So she, she says, thank you. Thank you to Sam um, for the blessing of grief share. Um, Sam, when we... um when we think about the meaning of Christmas as the source of real hope, can you just have a conversation with those who are grieving the loss of a loved one this year and, you know, and provide provide the hope that Christmas does offer as this, you know, holiday that we are fast approaching? Yeah, certainly. I think it makes sense for people who are grieving to um, be apprehensive about the holidays. And um, a lot of times you, you can feel like there's not a reason to celebrate. And, 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 and that makes complete, that makes total sense. And I think uh, one of the reasons we can um, be comforted um, by the, the holiday season, even if we're not excited about it, is when we start to think about uh, what God has done for us in sending Christ into the world. And also not just what he's done for us in sending Christ, but who Christ is and what he's demonstrated. And uh, one of the things that uh, we learn about Christ is that um, he's, he's perfect, um, but we also see it in his life that he, he also grieved. And so one of the things that that helps us, you know, during the holiday season is to, under, is, to, is to say, well, you know what? It's normal. It's right to grieve because Christ grieved, too. Um, so in some ways, uh, we can be comforted by that, and we don't have to feel like we have to rush through our grief um, or put a smile on our faces for other people because, again, Christ grieved. And if he's perfect, um, then that means it's okay, to, it's okay to do that. The other thing that, grief, that, that, that Christ's uh, advent uh, helps us to see is that God has a solution for our pain, and uh, he has enacted that solution. Um, Christ comes to deal with the source of all grief. And um, and when we, we peek toward the end of the story, we see that Christ is the one who is going to one day wipe every tear um, from our eyes. And there will be a new heaven. There'll be a new earth. And there won't be any more pain and there won't be any more suffering. Um, but uh, this plan that God had to bring that about uh, went into high gear uh, when Christ came to earth. And so um, Christ's coming is uh, is a reminder that God has dealt with the source of our pain. And one day we will never grieve again. Mm. Such a blessing. Um, thank you so much for joining us today um, for the ministry, the, for the ministries of Church Initiative and specifically for sharing with us today about Grief Share, Surviving the Holidays. Sam, um, I hope you'll come back and join us again sometime. No, I'd love to. Thank you so much, Carmen. Yeah, thank you. That's Sam Hodges. You can find him at Church Initiative, but we're talking today specifically about Grief Share, so we want to direct you to that website, griefshare.org. If you scroll down on that page, um, you'll see all of the various programs that are offered, and you can click on there to find a group and contact them directly. Um Today, we were talking about surviving the holidays, if you're looking for the direct link for that. Again, uh, just scroll down the page at griefshare.org. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge, and this is Faith Radio. I was lost, now I'm found by the Father. I've been changed from a ruin to treasure. I've been given a hope and a future.
felt ministered to by the conversation with Samuel Hodges from Grief Share. Again, this is a special edition of Mornings with Carmen here on this Thanksgiving Day. I am certainly counting you among the great blessings of God in my life today. Um, I hope you count Faith Radio as a blessing to your life. We're going to have a one-day, just a one-day uh, winter fundraiser on um, on Tuesday, the 29th of November. And I'd love for you to consider investing in this ministry in a way that um, honors God and celebrates the way that you experience ministry in and through Faith Radio. So give that some thought. You could visit us today at MyFaithRadio.com if you're in a position to give thanks today in that particular way. Otherwise, we'll look forward to celebrating stories with you um, uh, on Tuesday as well and invite you to uh, to call and give then. On this Thanksgiving, as we're counting our blessings, let us name them one by one. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. His mercies are new every morning. God gives us the very gift of his son, the very gift of his spirit, the very gift of his protection, the very gift of being called his children, the gift of the power of his spirit, the mind of Christ, the bond of peace, wisdom, understanding, discernment, and heaven as well. It's a privilege, my friends, to be the children of God, chosen, called, commissioned, collected together. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day and God bless.